0: Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Shh, it's starting. There are kids in this world who are different, special. I think it's a hoverboard. They look like us and they act like us. But they are not us.
1: Your mother nature. Who wants a selfie with the Grim Reaper? There's a girl flying in the water.
2: Find her treasure. And she it. belongs to the world
1: of the dead. It's a broken locket, exactly like mine. Dog,
2: run! GZM Shows.
1: Morris Hour.
2: Imagination Amplified. This is not a story about an old man in bifocals at the center of a revolution, but rather a tale of mystery featuring a boy who had no idea he'd one day wind up with his face on the hundred dollar (laughs) bill. As I recall, the adventure began that day on the docks. The ship had just pulled into Boston Harbor, a ship containing something my friends and I needed. And as always, I had a plan. Evo! Aye-aye, Captain! Strike sales! To down
0: your hatches! Find
1: the game Boys, if I don't make it back from this mission, here's what I want on my tombstone. An egg today is better than a hen tomorrow. What does that even mean? Aren't you just trying to rob the ship? Never, you mind. You know what to do. Keep the crew and the crowd occupied while I get on board the ship. John, got your hornpipe? Got it, Ben. And you, Ned, got your drum? And my sticks! Sam, got your... Holy Neptune, Sam, where's your hat? Forgot. Sorry, Ben. Forgot the hat? The hat's crucial. Here, take mine. Ready, lads? Ready! Ready.
4: Ben, supposing they do catch you?
1: (laughs) Catch me? Fat chance. Ben? What now, Sam? We're not even a real band. We're terrible at our instruments. Play! Play.
2: It was a brilliant plan, if I say so myself. Slip on board the ship, reach the cargo hold, find the copper bars from Peru. It wasn't stealing. It was borrowing, for the sake of science. Copper is an excellent conductor of electricity, as everyone knows. And I had important experiments to perform. There was no way it could go hey, wrong.
4: What are you doing? Uh oh, gotta run. Stop that boy!
1: Don't let him get away! Watch out! Coming through! Grab him now! Can't catch me! Here, this barrel'll just slow you down. We got to the barrel. Up to the rigging! He's swinging up there.
2: He's slippery as a bleeding eel. We got him now. Now where to run?
1: Oh, no, you've got me cornered. What shall I do? Jump, 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 jump. The hey.
2: get him. Of course, even the best laid plan has its problems. Good thing I had an alternative, just in case. he got there? He's a giant bloody kite. He's gonna fly a kite, is he? The cheek of that lad!
3: Let me have him.
1: Time to Fly!
2: He ain't no ill. He's a blooming It was simply a matter of lift versus drag. The kite caught the wind, the wind lifted me off the pier, and it was clear sailing across the river
1: to dry land.
2: (laughs) Brilliant. If only the wind hadn't stopped. (gasps) Oh, dear. me as Benjamin Franklin statesman inventor founding father but back in 1720 when i was 14 years of age i was just plain ben printing apprentice budding adventurer dreamer Of course, even then, I had a knack for getting into trouble with the powers that be. Hear ye, hear ye. The court will come to order. The Honorable Charles Dudley Warren presiding. Uh, What do we have here, Constable? Looks like a drowned rat to me. Big pardon, Your Honor. The boy's name is Benjamin Frankler.
1: Franklin.
2: Franklin. We fished him out of the river. We did. The aforementioned person was fleeing the scene of an attempted robbery, he was.
3: That's not true. Silence, Benjamin. Ben. Took a runner, did he? You might
2: say he took a flyer, your honor, by means of a kite. <laughs> Quiet!
4: A kite, you say?
1: I was testing a theory. Oh, a it's bad book. for Ben. Never book.
4: you mind about Ben, Sam. He'll find a way. He always he does.
1: Excuse me, do you know the accused? name's Ben. Ben Franklin.
0: He's a friend of yours? We'd
4: follow Ben Franklin to the top of Bunker Hill and back. Now, shush, Missy. We need to pay attention. Quiet, I say. Now,
3: do not try my patience, lad. Was it the wind? Or was it the copper bar in your pocket that weighed you down?
1: I was merely retrieving that bar of copper for an associate who paid for it fair and square.
3: And may the court have the name of this alleged associate?
1: His name is Mr. Veracity Quince. Does your
4: friend really know Veracity Quince? He said he
0: did, didn't he? Yeah, Ben
4: Not hard, Ben. Well, not much, anyway.
3: We'll have none of your veracity quince talk in my courtroom. The man is a charlatan and a thorn in the side of honest law enforcement. I've
1: heard the royal governor, Archibald Templeton, say so himself. Beg pardon, your honor, but you do him wrong. <clears throat> Mr. Veracity Quince is a seeker after truth, a puzzle solver extraordinaire, a consultant detective who does the work that the watchmen and constables of Boston ought to do when they're not too busy slurping clam chowder and guzzling ale. You mind
3: your tongue. If this Veracity Quince is such a wonder, why isn't he here to defend his associate? Why is it no one's seen his face or even knows his address? If he's got nothing to hide, why all the secrets?
1: Mr. Quince likes to say, three can keep a secret, if two of them are dead.
2: Now you hear me,
1: boy.
3: You have a date with the stocks in Boston Common unless someone will vouch for you. Well, is there no one who will stand up for this impious imp?
4: I will, Your Honor. And who may you be? James Franklin. His brother, hasn't helped me.
2: It was such a nice dream. I was flying over Boston with my kite, the whole town at my feet, all those Harvard lads looking up at me, me, Ben Franklin, a, a nobody, a nothing. I could fly, and they were stuck on the ground. Ben, ben, Everyone ben, was ben, shouting my name, Ben, Ben, Ben. ben,
4: ben. ben. Ben Franklin, get your lazy bones out of bed. It's late.
1: Sorry, James.
4: I should say you were. A sorry excuse for an apprentice, much less a brother. Ought to send you back to Father's candle shop.
1: Please don't. I'm not cut out for making candles, James.
4: You burn enough of them at both ends, though, don't you? Late to bed, late to rise, that's you, Ben Franklin.
1: It's just that I've got these dreams, Jim.
4: It's James to you, and don't you forget it. Don't go thinking blood is thicker than ale, cause it ain't. Yes, James. A- and let me say this about dreams. Don't.
1: What? Don't dream?
4: That's right. Look at me. I started out with just a hand press and a handful of letter types. Learned my trade with the Boston Gazette, and here I am. Just turned 21, owner and publisher of the New England Current, the most fearless broadside in the royal province of Massachusetts Bay. I do a day's work... I eat a bit of beef, drink a tanket of ale, and sleep like a babe in a cradle.
1: What, and never dream? Not of sailing to China, or writing a book, not just reading one? Or, or being famous and everyone wants your opinion and admires you tremendously? You never dream such things?
4: Never. And my advice to you is more beef and less books. Fewer. What's that?
1: Fewer books. Fewer means how many, less means how much.
4: You don't say. Well, since you know so much about the English language, how come you don't get to work and print some of it? Or do you think this bloody newspaper prints its bloody self? If only... I heard that.
1: Ow! Let go my ear!
4: I'll have none of your lip, mister. You belong to me until you turn 21. That's seven long years. And don't you forget it.
1: Yes, James.
4: Now get to work.
2: Seven years. Seven years of setting type, rolling ink, turning the screw on the hand press, turning out a newspaper, selling it on the street, never getting the ink off my hands. Was that to be my future?
0: You really know Rasty Quince?
1: Who are you and what do you want? My name is Eliza Boyd. I'd shake your hand if it wasn't covered in ink. I remember you. You were sitting in the courtroom with John, Ned, and Sam. Well, do you or don't you? Do I or don't I what? No veracity, Quince. And supposing I do, Mistress Boyd? I need his help.
0: I've run away, and if they catch me, it's jail or worse.
1: long since you've eaten? Since I ran away. And that was... Last night. More jam, please? How old are you? Ten? Eleven. How old are you? I'm asking the questions here. So, tell me your story, Eliza Boyd. I mean to tell it to Mr. Quince. First, you tell me. And if I think it's worth his valuable time, I may give you a reference. Very well. I am that... Is, I was a housemaid indentured to the family of Charles Fleming. What? Charles Fleming who owns half the ships in Boston Harbor? The late master Charles Fleming.
0: He went to glory last week. May the Lord rest his soul. A kind man he was. But his widow? That's another story. Mistresses tight with a person, always watching to see if so much as a thimble goes missing.
1: Yes, yes, we all have our troubles. Get to the point. Why did you run away? Just after the funeral,
0: a silver teapot went missing. As I was the last one to polish it, mistress accused me of sealing it. I swore my innocence, but she wouldn't believe me and promised to have me arrested. That's when I ran. I was hiding in the courtroom yesterday, thinking it was the last place anybody would look for a runaway. You're pretty smart for such a little girl. I'm as smart as any boy, if not smarter. I've taught myself to read and write, read every book in Mr. Fleming's library, cover to cover. And what I wanna know is if you was making it up or if you really do know the one man who can prove my
1: innocence, the famous Mr. Veracity Quince. Of Course I know him, like I told the judge I'm his junior associate.
0: When you've not got printer's ink on your fingers?
1: I only work in the shop to help my brother James out of the kindness of my heart. Do tell. My real calling is in the puzzle solving line.
0: Then you'll contact Mr. Quince and ask him to help me? Um... You don't believe my story, do you? Um... Or maybe you're just a boastful boy and don't know the legendary Mr. Quince after all.
1: Listen, Missy, you don't contact Veracity Quince. He contacts you. Then how will he know I need his help? Veracity Quince knows everything because he's Veracity Quince. He's everywhere and nowhere. Nothing and nobody in Boston escapes him, not even a lowly housemaid Or a lowly print shop apprentice. <sighs> Take some more biscuits and stay out of sight in the old cell church. The next edition of the New England Current will be out on the street within an hour. Look for a message from Mr. Quince.
0: A message from Mr. Quince in the newspaper. Got it!
2: Little did I know that Veracity Quince had made himself a powerful enemy. Soon find out.
0: Yes,
3: may I help you? Be so good as to tell the governor that Judge Warren is here on pressing business. And may I inquire the nature of that business? Tell him it's about veracity quince. Tell him the man's a menace to society. The common citizen thinks this quince fellow can help solve anything from a lost cat to a missing person. They don't trust their own magistrate and his duly appointed constables and watchmen to do the job. Something must be done to restore public confidence. Tell him
0: that!
2: No need, my dear judge, since they can hear you all the way to Nova Scotia. Beg your pardon, sir. I mean, Governor, I mean, (laughs) your Lordship. I don't have a title yet, but old and good time. As the cat said to the canary, we'll have tea in the library. Lane?
3: As you wish, sir. It's a fine house, sir. It's a very, very fine house. I
2: suppose, sir. But His Majesty didn't send me to this godforsaken colony to sip tea while some scapegrace thumbs his nose at the King's justice. A government is like a house. Allow one tiny crack in the foundation. And before you know it, the whole thing comes crashing down. I couldn't agree more. But to find this man, Quince, requires
3: more resources, more manpower, more...
2: More money? Rest assured, you will have all you need. Just bring me Veracity, Quince. In chains, if you can. Or in a coffin, if you must. Ah, here's our tea.
1: a young woman falsely accused of death. I will prove your innocence by finding the guilty party. Fear not, the truth will come out. Yours faithfully, Veracity Prince.
2: It was one of my best efforts, if I say so myself. It was sure to kick over the hornet's nest. Now, all I had to do was start printing.
0: Can I be of help, Mr. Franklin? Eliza! Or should I say... Mr. Quince.
2: For more great stories like the one you're listening to, visit bestrobotever.com. But remind me again, what does dot com mean?
4: Find your next adventure at gzmshows.com. Shh, it's starting.
2: GZM Shows. Imagination Amplified.
4: Hey, parents and teachers. Have you heard about gzmclassroom.com?